before you as humbly as I know. Father God, I ask, Lord, that you would give protection upon your saints. Father God, protection upon me. I must decrease while you increase in me. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. 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 Our word today, you know, how many of y'all know we need an end time word? It's, we, we, we are quickly entering into the end of this thing and uh, called the last days everything is speeding up and uh, I remember about a year ago uh, <coughs> I said the next thing after this coronavirus gets out of the way after them devils quit doing what they're doing with it that we're going to start seeing things coming from above out of the heaven and I seen yesterday where the pentagon our U.S. government, the Pentagon, has put together a UFO task force because they've got so many UFOs coming in now checking us out. <laughs> checking us out, see. Man done went beyond the limits, you see. So for those of you who've never been here before or haven't been in a while, you know, put your Holy Ghost on because we're going to break some more of these traditions that's going to destroy a whole lot of God's people if they're not careful. Our message today is the great whore. Yeah, the great whore. Not just a whore, but a great one. And as as usual, everything we do, we show it to you in the Bible. We're going to go to Revelation 18, verses 4 through 6 first. We're going to deal with that, okay? Is that all right with y'all? Revelation 18, verses 4 through 6. And he said, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her. He's telling us, my people, he calls. He said, Come out of her, my people. We're going to decipher who this her is in a minute. That ye be not partakers of her sin. And that ye receive not of her plagues. Next verse. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Uh huh. Next verse. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double. According to her works, in the cup which she hath filled, filled to her double. We're gonna we're gonna deal with all that in a minute here. We're gonna deal with all that. See, he's telling his people, the church, to come to come out of Babylon. That's her. Amen? Now, let's look at Revelation 17, 1 through 6. And we're going to break this thing down so that we can get a good understanding on what it is and who it is God is talking about. Now, some of us are caught up in tradition. 
And that's what we got to do. We, in order to understand and know what God is saying, we got to come out of tradition. Verse 17, verse 1 says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials. The seven vials are the vials of the wrath of God. Well, if you know much about Revelation, when you go over here to Revelation 22, I think it's verse 9, you'll see that, and you don't have to go there, son. They can, they can, they can study for themselves. One of the seven angels, see, the, these seven angels were of the servants and of the prophets and our fellow brethren. In other words, they had been resurrected during the time of Jesus. When he was resurrected. And the Bible says that many of the old prophets and servants of God, they were resurrected with Jesus. And they showed themselves in the city of Jerusalem. That's in the Bible. Because God led through Jesus Christ, led captive captivity. Those that were housed there. And he went and he set up his kingdom. And all of us should know that we should be like the angels. So this is the prophet who was once here, but now has been translated into his eternal garment. Amen? All this is biblical. Now, I don't have time to take you from first grade. graduate school. Don't have time for that. Because a lot of things you should already know. You know. And that's why he's telling us to come out of Babylon. Because a lot of this stuff you all, you should already know. But we're going to try to help you here. Alright. Go back up there to Revelation 17 verse 1. It says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me. And he said unto me, come here. See, if you want to see what God is saying, you got to come to God. You can't come to religion. <laughs> I know y'all don't understand the difference between religion and God. Religion is man-made. This is not man-made, regardless of what they say. It says here, Come hither, and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters. Whoever she is, she's a great prostitute. And whoever she is, she's all over the world because she's on many waters. She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I recall the word of God says, I'm going to show thee the judgment of her. And since judgment starts in the house of the Lord first, First Peter, I think it's what, 417? 
We'll get to that. But since judgment starts in the house of the Lord first, it's got to be talking about church. It's got to be talking about your traditions. It's got to be talking about what you believe to be true. But it ain't true. We're going to deal with all that from a biblical standpoint. Bust it wide open where you can understand and know what it is that we're dealing with here. Says here that in verse 2, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth, that's the people of the land, have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Mm-hmm. But watch this. So he carried, now this is John, the Apostle John talking. And John means the grace of God. The gift of God is the grace of God. Amen? So he said, and he carried, somebody say me, away in the spirit into a place called the wilderness. Well, first of all, the wilderness is a place where you ain't never been before. It's a place of desolate. It's a place where you can hide and not be seen because there ain't a lot of people there. It's not a place where you can just readily see things. Take that down. It ain't a place where you can readily see things. It's a hidden place. And the only way. He carried me away in the spirit. That's what the words say. You can't go there if you're not in the spirit. You can't go there if you're in religion. You won't be able to see what God is saying. Amen? So that stuff that you used to do, that you used to believe, them songs that you used to play, see, God got to say, that's over. It's time to move forward. Or you'll be stuck in time. And it ain't a good place to be stuck in time. It's time to move forward. Now, it's a hard job moving forward, ain't it? When you're so used to what you're so used to, right? Hmm? Yeah, come on now. Come on. Because, see, you know, we're social animals and we become complacent in ourselves. You know, we like comfortableness. But you can't see what God has to say in your comfortableness. See, God has to uproot you from being comfortable and put a fire under you. You know what I learned about a turtle? Right? A turtle got more than one speed. Because when I was a kid, I was a little devil, and I put fire up under that turtle butt. And I found out that a turtle could go faster than he claimed he could go. And that's the same way it is with us. See, sometimes in order to get us out of our place of comfortableness, our place of complacency, of being used to what we like to do, what we used to doing and stuff, God got to bring something in our life to make us move. And we don't always like that, do we, Reverend? We don't always like having to move out of our comfort zone. It's comfortable. I don't want to move. But you're going to move. One way or the other, 
You will move. Next verse. Well, let me see where I'm at. Don't put nothing up yet. So he says here that he carried me away in the spirit. Verse 3. Put that up there. Revelation 17, 3. Because I got, the people got to see this. And he showed me something. He showed me in that hidden place, that wilderness, he showed me a woman. Now, a woman always represents the church. So what he's doing is he's showing us the church. But look at her. She's sitting upon a scarlet, that's a red-colored beast. We know beast is man. We know this is the Antichrist spirit that's against God. That's in the earth today. We know that the woman is the church, but look at her. She riding on this thing called the beast, which is man. Mm, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you, world. We're gonna get you. Because remember now, he said, Come out of her, my people. That's what he said to do. I don't care nothing about. What you've been taught. I'm telling you what God says. Maybe we ought to start going with what God says instead of what man's theology has been teaching us or teaching them because we, 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 we get a real deal up in here. So there's a scarlet colored beast because this thing is killed. This beast is killed. It's got a lot of blood on its hands, covered in blood. Now, I ain't got to tell y'all nothing about man. Y'all know he's a killer. Y'all know man is a fool. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. You turn on the news and that's all you see. Bodies. This thing, this colored beast that she was sitting on, it was full of the names blasphemy, had seven heads, meaning that it had perfected its maturity in this thing. And it had ten horns because it means that it was unified. See, they have mastered religion in this world and made it a money maker. It's all about making money. They say it's about Jesus Christ. But it's really not. Because I think it was Pope Leo that said, this thing called Jesus Christ has been very profitable for us. Amen. Yeah, we're going to break it on down. We're going to expose them devils. Expose them. Going to expose them devils that are standing right here in the pulpit. We're going to expose them. But they're riding the beast. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're riding the beast. They're in cahoots together. Yes, watch this. Now, verse 4 here says, and the woman, see, this is, this, if you, here, here's the one that got wisdom. And the woman, which is the church, was arrayed in, look at the color, purple, scarlet, decked with gold, precious stone, and pearls. Those are the colors of the priesthood, people. If you know anything, you ought to know that. We're talking about the church here. God called her a whore. 
a great one. That's what God called, not Doc Manning. God said it. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at God. You can get mad at me for being bold enough to preach his word, but you really getting mad at him. Mm-hmm. And look what she got in her hands. She got a golden cup in her hands, and it's full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. You know what that golden cup is, people? That's your souls. Does not the church hold the power of your souls in his hand? Huh? Through what they teach you, how they teach you, what they allow you to do and what they don't allow you to do. Amen? Put it back up there, son. Put that scripture back up there. Having a golden cup in her hand. But that cup, which is our soul, is full of abomination and filthiness of her fornication. So as leadership does, so does the people that leadership is leading. Amen? So if she's a great whore, then so are the people in the church. Because she's holding the souls of the saints in her hand. But Jesus put it like this. Your cup is clean on the outside, but on the inside, filthy. See, it ain't what's out here that counts. It was in here. What you walking with every day inside yourself? You know, it's time for us to do a checkup from the neck up, right? Mm-hmm. All the way. So it goes on. And we're going to stay right here in Revelation because, see, see, you don't hoop this. Forget hooping. You need to teach God's people what he's saying and explain it to them where they can understand. So we've already concretely identify this woman as being the church Mm -hmm. because of what she's wearing. She's wearing the colors of the priesthood, which is colors of the church. And then verse 5 tells us that, and upon her forehead in her mind, was a name written. There was a certain quality about her. It's a mystery. Y'all know we talk about that word mystery quite often up in here because that's what this Bible is all about, mysteries. It says, now, it's a mystery. Babylon, which means confusion, the great. Now, Babylon the great, that means that she has confused the world in an awesome way. And she is the mother of harlots. That's a whore. And abominations of the earth. Amen? See, I'm just getting you what the words say now. See, 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 everybody thinks that Jesus is a little old lollipop liquor that's going around. Jesus will cut your head off. All you got to do is go through the scripture. And you'll see that Jesus didn't have no problem. We call them vipers. 
None of the others had a problem with, see, until you're sold out for this and willing to get your head chopped off, you ain't ready to go with God anyway. You see, I come up against the establishment because you see, I welcome the martyrdom. I've reached that level where I don't care. Because they're going to kill you anyway. They're either going to kill you with the food, with the shots. You know, you're going to die anyway, so I might well die for Jesus. I might well. So I don't care nothing about them. They can send a bullet. They can send whatever you want to. Go ahead and do it. Because absent from the body means that I'll be present with the Lord. I'm sold out. That's the kind of strength I got. I don't know about you. You have to figure that out for yourself. Are you ready to die for the cause? Or you just come to church? Just to come to church. We come to church so that we can learn how to die and live again. That's right. That's what we come here for. We're trying to learn how to die so we can live again. Because this one thing to die one time but I don't want God to wake me up after I die just to kill me again in the second death. Oh, y'all in here, see. See, see, ain't one time enough? And not allow God to have to wake me up just to tell me that I got to die again eternally? No, 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 no. See, I'm preaching word up in here. That's in the book. It's two deaths. First one and the second one. He said, blessed are those in the first resurrection because they won't have no part in the second death. You think God playing? No, 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 no. And I'm not either. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So, it says here that, look here in verse 6. Put verse 6 up there for me, son. 17, 6. And I saw the woman, the church, look at her, drunken with the what? Blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ. And when I saw her, John said, I wondered with great admiration. See, God had to take him in the spirit in order for him to see what was hid. See, you'll never be able to see what the church is doing to, to God's people unless you go by way of the spirit. And it's got to be God's spirit. It can't be what they call I'm in the spirit. No, it's got to be the real deal. It's got to be the real deal for you to go into the wilderness and see, let God, oh my God. And John say, I look at this thing with great admiration. Because it stunned him. Might stun some of you as we dissect this word. Mm-hmm. It might. Next verse. So, he carried me away. The woman was arrayed. And he said, verse 6 said, and I wonder with great admiration. And let's go to 18. Because I'm not going to be with you long. Let's go to verse 18. He says that, and the woman which thou saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Now, remember, we just read where, take it down. You remember where we just read where 
She was drunk with the blood of the saints and the martyrs of Jesus Christ. Remember we just read that? Do you know how many people the church, the Catholic church killed during the Inquisition? 50 million or more. All in the night, she's drunk with the blood of the saints because they didn't bow down to Catholicism. She is the great whore that sits on many walls. She's the biggest congregation in the whole wide earth. She's got almost a billion and a half members. And she's drunk. He said, I'm going to show you that great city, the Vatican City. It's a great city. It sits on all the nations of the earth. And the Pope calls himself the vice general. That means God's representative on earth. You know, you know <laughs> that's what vice general means. And you got all these other religions, denominations that's done stemmed from the Catholic Church. Talking about they're going to branch off, but they're still doing the same thing. They're still wearing the robes. They're still wearing the goat. They're still doing all of that. The fish hats, the whole deal. They're still doing all of that. That's why I sent you that last night to show Brunner. All them colors and all them decked out trying to make themselves, like I told you last week, trying to make themselves look like they all that. And they're the blind leading the blind. And they both falling into a ditch. Because we don't understand what's going on. And when God tried to talk to us about understanding and show us what he needs for us to see, we reject it. And we reject it because of our traditions. Because of your religion. You can't hear nothing. Because you don't know, but you think you know. And when somebody try to tell you, you reject it. So he say, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. It's not because they didn't receive the truth, didn't know the truth, but because they didn't receive the truth. And therefore, I will reject them, and they won't be no priest to me. That's in the word, too. So... Whatever you're feeling inside right now, as God is speaking to you, not me. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. But it's still going to be what God said is. God says she's a whore. That's what God's word says. And if God says it, then I'm going to say it. Because I'm not in here to make you feel good. I'm in here to help you get eternal life and get truly saved and understand this thing is real. These people out here, they ain't playing no games. They done throwed out another virus that's ten more times deadlier than the ones that came before it. So what they're doing now, they're going to take, and that means they can manipulate the vaccine some more. So you know what Omicron means? It means ending, omega in Greek. That's what they named it. So whatever they're shooting out here right now, when they adjust this thing and start shooting it in them people, then they're going to say, now we got them. 
Now we got them now. Now it's just a matter of time before the process does what it does inside your body. When God done told us, ain't none of these plagues going to come upon you. Do you believe God or do you believe man? You can't believe them both. He gave us the vitamin. We took the vitamin. I take them every night. I ain't had no problem. Nobody else I know have any problem. The ones that's been doing what they're supposed to do with them. <laughs> you know. So, God says here, now you do what you want to do. I'm just a messenger. That's all I am. So he said, I wonder with great admiration. And verse 18 called her a great city. She reigns over all the kings of the earth. All the folk meet with the Pope. All the kings of the earth. All the presidents. Do they not? Come on, y'all. And she's been riding them a long time. See, they in cahoots. Mm-hmm. Now, look at Revelation 18. We're going to go through 1 through 8. Are you there? Revelation 18, 1 through 8. Mm-hmm. After these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. Mm-hmm. And he cried mightily, with a strong voice saying, Babylon the great. That's her. Say she's fallen. And then he says she's fallen again. Wait a minute. If she's fallen, then she fell again. What is he saying here? Well, she fell physically because she came out of the Roman Empire, right? The Roman Catholic Church, right? She fell again, she's going to fall again spiritually. Amen? So not only is she going to fall in her power, physical power upon the earth, but she's going to fall in her spiritual power. And it's become the habitation, look, of devils, of every foul spirit. And we got some foul spirits in the church. And a cage of every unclean and every hateful bird. Man, let me tell y'all something. Some you can run up on some Christians that's so hateful. Y'all anybody ever ran up on some hateful Christians? Just nasty. Just plain nasty. Yeah. Hateful. Unclean and hateful. Oh, boy, I'm burning on my ears this morning. Mm-hmm. Burning on my ears this morning. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's talking about us real bad up in here. No, God's talking about you. I just read it to you. God is the one that's doing it. Don't blame the messenger about it. Look what he did. Verse 3. For all nations, not some, but all nations have drunk of the wine of her wrath. Of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. They've been doing all kinds of stuff out there in that wilderness, ain't they? Yeah. And the merchants, watch this. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her 
delicacies, all right. Take this coat off. You need to get out. Say the merchants done been made rich. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Well, you know all of them oils that they be selling? Those aren't Christian folk be selling that stuff all the time. Them folk trying to make a dollar. All of this stuff they gotten rich off. The communion cups and the communion wine. Have you gotten rich off? Mm-hmm. Oh, did I forget the robes? Did I forget that? Did I forget all of these chairs and stuff? Mm-hmm. Merchants. Peter said they'll make merchandise out of us. So the merchants, the Bible says, have waxed rich from her because they've sold so much. See, they're in cahoots. They've sold so much stuff to God's people, and they become rich off it. He said, I'm going to put a stop to that. She going to fall. And they going to fall too. Because they ain't going to be able to sell that stuff no more. Verse 4, we read it, but I'm going to reiterate it. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people. Now this Catholic Church just ain't. The Catholic Church, now, nah, it's these denominations and stuff, too, because you see a lot of denominations out here, they quote what we call the Apostles' Creed. And in the Apostles' Creed, you have to take the vow to the Holy Catholic Church. It's in the Creed. And people are up in there reading that stuff. And <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. You catch, you, you catch your drip. You catching it. You catching it. Mm-hmm. See, see, reading stuff now, don't even know what they're reading, Marshall. And sitting there paying homage to the clown instead of the God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tight, but it's right. He said, her sins, verse 5. He said, come out of her that ye be not partakers of her sins, verse 4, and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven. Mm. And God had remembered her iniquities. Not only during the Inquisition, which they took out over 50 million who wouldn't bow down to them, but there have been a whole lot of what they call Inquisitions whereby the church has killed a whole, it's got a lot of blood on its hand. In the name of Jesus, they say. But they kill you if you don't do it the way. You either submit 
own people. That's their false church. That's what they do. They chop off heads, put them on the guillotine, they hang them. They got torture chambers right there on the Vatican. Torture chambers and everything else. Cruel. Demonic. But look how many people are fooled by them. And look how many offspring denominations are fooled by them. And right today, not only wearing their signature robe, but preaching their signature theology. Mm-hmm. So you see it now, verse 6. Reward her even as she rewarded you. And double unto her double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, you fill it back double. Somebody say it's time for payback. You know how we're going to pay them back? By listening to the truth. And coming out of her. Like God told us to. He said come out of her. Don't be a part of that no more. Don't be a part of that. Because it's the blind leading the blind if you're going up in there. And not only are they wrecking, but you're going to wreck too. You're in the car with them, right? If they wreck, you're going to wreck. And trust me, they wrecking. Now look here. Verse 11. Look at these merchants. <laughs> I'm almost done, y'all. I'm going to get on <laughs> Get all out your way. Verse 11 says, put that up there if you will for me, son. 18.11. It says, and the merchants of the earth, Revelation 18.11, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over this great whore, the false church, for no man buyeth. Their merchandise, see there? Anymore. Uh Verse 15. And the merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, they're going to stand afar off. For the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. See, she's going to fall here in a minute. We're going to get to that. Saying, verse 16, Alas, alas, that great city, uh uh-huh, talking about Vatican City, that was clothed in fine linen and purple, yeah, and scarlet, and debt with gold and precious stones and pearls. How they do? They come in with their robes, all of them. How they do? And they sit down with them colors on. And they look down on y'all, don't they? And people all around them, they got their entourages. And people carrying their Bibles. Uh-huh. They can't do nothing for themselves. They can't do nothing for themselves because they want to be up here and keep you down here. They don't want you to know. So they hate me. 
because I want you to know. And if you let me, I'll open your eyes through the Holy Spirit, if you let me. But you got to be willing to see what God is saying in his word. Because some people are going to reject God's word because of what they believe. Mm-hmm. They're rejected. If ever time we need God, don't we need him now? If ever, sis, if ever time we need God, don't we need God now? More than ever? In my life, I need him more now than ever. To the point where I need him so much until I'm willing to die for him. That's how much I need him. Somehow I just reached that level, deacon. It don't make no difference no more. I don't. He doesn't show me so much until it don't make no difference no more. Whatever you do, do it quickly. Just do it quickly. Cause I really don't care. I almost died about two months ago, less than two months ago. I was on the way out. Yeah, they had sent the chaplain to meet my wife at the, in the mercy room. I felt myself changing languages from an earthly language to an angelic language. I was crossing over. And right when I told God, well, let's go, let's do it, he sent me back. I don't know why he did it. Maybe for such a time as this. But we, it would have been all right with me. Since I'm that far into it, just go ahead on. Don't send me back that way. I don't accept it going this way. Let's go. Well, see, that's God's decision. Because all souls belong to God. My heart rate dropped down to 39. And it was dropping. I couldn't raise my, I couldn't do nothing. I don't even remember when they put me on the stretcher. I don't even remember when they took me to the hospital. I don't remember nothing. I don't remember nothing. But it gave me a great awakening. It did do that. So just cause you breathing right now, don't, don't abuse that. Let everything that breathes the breath of life praise you, the Lord. Don't abuse it just because you're breathing right now. Because that thing can change real quick. Now, I'm talking real up in here. So he goes on and, and he tells us now. It's called the merchants. They're going crazy now, see. Because they can't sell their merchandise no more to them. But at the same time, they standing back away from them because they see what God is doing to them. They say, for in one hour so great riches has come to nothing. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea, they stood far off. 
and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? Oh, they hated to see her go. But she's going. Last verse. Verse 24. And in her, watch this. Revelation 18, verse 24. Y'all put it up there, please. And in her was found the blood of the who? In the church. And of the saints. And of all that were slain upon the earth. She has got her hand in all of this, all of these wars, all of this, there it is. I just showed it to you. Religion has its hand in all of this killing. God says so. But either we read it and we don't have the spirit in us for us to take notice of what you're reading or you never open the book to read nothing. And either way, you're left ignorant of the word, right? Ignorant means you just don't know. If you don't know, you just don't know. He said, how can you hear unless you got a preacher? And how can he preach unless he's been sent by God? Because hmm. just anything won't do up here. Not, not if it's going to be the real deal. Just anything just ain't going to do. It just ain't going to do, people. It's time when you go back to wherever you are. If you don't come back here, wherever you go, make sure you demand more from those that's supposed to be preaching to you the word of God. Or you just go sit up in there and let them do what they want to do and teach you what they want to teach you instead of what God needs to be teaching you. I'm just trying to help you. Y'all don't keep coming back here to House of Destiny for nothing. You keep coming back here because you're learning. You're getting closer to God. Your marriage is ought to be getting better. Your relationships ought to be getting better. But you got to stick in here with it. You got you, you to gotta use what you're being taught. If you don't use it, then ain't no need in having it. You say, God, give me more, and you ain't even used what God gave you. But you want more from God? No, no, no. In order to refill the bottle... You got to empty it out first, right? You can't live today on what you ate yesterday. You got to eat some more. Huh? Every day, Israel had to go out, which is us. Every day, they had to go out and get manna, right? Every day, you got to go out and get manna. That's the word. Jesus Christ say, I am that manna that came down from heaven. You know, every day. 
Can't live on what your mama and your daddy used to live on. Because most likely they were wrong too when it comes to the word. Because they were uh, what you call limited. They were limited. You know. So at some place, at some time, you got to break what I call break gravity. And once you break gravity, hear me, church, and I'm going to leave you alone. Once you break gravity in the spirit realm, then God will take you to the wilderness and show you some things that will make both your ears tickle. He'll put a new spirit in you, and it will cause you to do great and marvelous things. But you got to let him do it. Because I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how many hours you work. I don't care what kind of job you got. That's what kind of car you drive. What kind of house you live in. What kind of clothes you. I don't care. It don't mean nothing if you don't have the Lord. Amen. Amen. Then give God some praise up in this house. Come on.